Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Ballad of the Seven Dice's second campaign, Escaping Carcosa. Now, as I have probably mentioned, I hope I have, uh, this campaign is split into two different games. So right now, we are entering into Carcosa Online. That is the Pathfinder game. And with me, I have four brand new players. So... I, if you've never listened before, I'm the GM for uh, Rise of Nyarlathotep, the first campaign for Ballad of the Seven Dice. My name is Lucas, and my pronouns are he, him. And I will be the GM for this campaign. We're going to go around, and we're just going to go ahead and introduce everyone. They're going to tell us a little bit about their character, who they're playing, a little bit about themselves, and let's just go around the table, and we'll start with Marquise. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Marquise, sometimes known as Barty Time on the Internet. Uh, you can find me wherever people need a dramatic person. Um, and I do mean dramatic, not in the theater sense, uh, in the emotional one. Person at the table to just make people cry, make people laugh. I will be playing Derek Highland. My pronouns and his pronouns are he, him. And he will become a magus within, the, uh, within Carcosa. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hello, I am Aubrey. You can usually find me everywhere on the internet at Mad Queen Cosplay, and then sometimes over on, well, most of the time, over on Goblets and Gays, leading us through uh, whatever. And I will be playing Ryan Kelly, uh, who is going to be uh, in Carcosa, our investigator, and we both use she, her pronouns. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Cassie, and I am a brand new player to Pathfinder, so I'm very excited to be here. You can generally find me on Twitter under Awesome Hylian. I probably overshare there, so if you're at all interested in reading my online journal, <laughs> uh, Twitter is where you can find it. I'm also on TikTok under the same name, Awesome Hylian, where I talk about uh, neurodivergence and just generally share thoughts that are on my mind. I'm looking forward to being in the show for you all. I will be playing Vanessa, who will be a Tengu monk within the world of Carcosa Online. And uh, both of our pronouns are she, her. And Shen. Oh, I'm Shen. You can... I guess you won't be able to find me much online because I'll just be outside doing random stuff that I don't even know about. And my pronouns are he, him. Oh, and I'm going to be playing Loon Cross, a very confused summoner. Well, he doesn't even know what a summoner is. That's the problem. And yeah, that's my introduction. So let's go through each of your stories. Derek, tell me a little bit of... Your, your character's description, what your room is like that you're usually in, and uh, a little bit of like your your day-to-day. -day. Derek is 18 years old, um, African-American. He has a mop of messy hair that's kind of longish and very kind of not well-kept. Uh, he doesn't feel much need to look uh, attractive because he's basically always inside. He is currently wheelchair-bound due to a long-term illness that has basically taken um, the use of his legs and usually sees him in the hospital almost about once a year. It's been about two years now since he hasn't had to have a major surgery or a major hospital stay. Um, and he's trying to keep it that way, but uh, he's pretty thin 
as to be expected. And his room is extremely tidy, as much of his house is. Victoria Highland, the person others would call his mother, uh, but he refers to only as Victoria, Director Victoria, whenever he's upset, demands that her house be clean at all times, uh, and his room is to be no exception. So uh, it it's basically just like a very sparse room with uh, a desk for him to work at, uh, a bed that is kind of comfortable, and everything is very sterile, trying to keep him as healthy as possible. His days usually would include, you know, tutors coming over to educate him, but he recently passed uh, his GED, so he's kind of just uh, alone most of the day playing video games. Uh, so just has a TV in his room, I'm in a couple of game stations set up with uh, various games that he's already beaten, and is excited to try out Carcosa, which is from the company that his mother works at. Everybody loves the Nostradamus Corporation. So Derek, you're lying down. You just woken up from a nap. As you're, you know, you're you're getting yourself kind of situated. You're sitting up in your your bed. You hear a knock on your door, which you always ask for before anyone enters. And you hear a familiar voice sound off. You hear Roger Thompson. Hey, Derek, is it okay if I come in? Yeah, yeah, you can come in. All right. And the door cracks open, and the beaming smile of Roger Thompson is looking right at you. Hair slicked off to the side, very fit body. They're wearing that, you know, those tight polo shirts that you always see people who are like, I'm in my prime, uh, wearing. They come in there with that really sporty look, and they are carrying a box. And it says, Carcosa Online. Seeing Roger brings up a lot of mixed feelings for him. Feelings are just like... You're the person my mother bought to be my friend. I don't, I'm not supposed to like you, but also just like uncovering the first step of his own sexuality. is just like, I don't like looking at you. You bring up very complicated feelings for me. But then Carcosa, he comes into his sight and that's laser focus. This is a, this looks pretty intense. Are you, are you sure you should be playing this? It's completely fine. It won't cause any kind of physical taxation on my body. My mother has done so much PR work about this. Hooray for the director. But it's fine. It'll be great. I'll, I'm going to have a good time. Oh, well, if your mom worked on it, then well, it's got to be safe. Okay, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> well, I'll just hook this up here. Uh, oh, did you need anything to eat beforehand? Are you good? Uh, let's just grip, get something for lunch and then... You know, I won't be really responsive when I'm inside of there, so just come back for, like, a later dinner. Victoria will be out all night. She will be doing press releases, so. Of course, yeah. All right, well, let's, let's just get this set up first, because uh, I'm going to forget. You know I am. All right. You've never forgotten a thing in your life, but I appreciate you trying to console me. Roger gets to work and is quickly hooking this up. You see as they're, they're taking everything out, there is the, the one headset. It looks a little intense, a little more sci-fi than you thought it was going to be from the PR and everything. No, it just showed people wearing like a, a basic little visor and, and being like, wow, cool, I'm in the game. But this you're seeing, it has these little almost like suction cups that are going to hook up to where your temples are. It has the visor there in front of your uh, where you're going to be looking into. It has these big headphones and all the different like parts and the cords hooking back into like a separate machine 
it has its own console set up for itself. And then they they hook it up, this up into the wall, hooking up the internet and everything like that to it. It's 2050. The internet, wireless internet is amazing. Nobody worries about wires anymore for that kind of thing. Power, we still need electricity. But wireless internet, it's the future, baby. It's great. So after getting this all set up, the little light chimes on. You can see Nostradamus Corporation is on the on the side of it, you know, of course, company branding and Carcosa Online is on there. Roger sets the headset down. All right. Yeah, look, I'll I'll go check out uh, a few places to eat. Uh, I don't know if you want to give this little thing a whirl or something. <laughs> I'm not great at video games. What can I say? Uh, you know, you, you beat me every time. Uh, but yeah, if you want to get a whirl, uh, I'm going to go check out what places we can order some food from. Because you know what? Let's eat out tonight. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be great. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Do you want the door open or closed? You can keep it open. I'm sure that the director would be extremely upset at you if, you know, she were to randomly come home and my door would be closed. Well, okay. You're not wrong. All right. So the door is left open. Uh, not too much, just like maybe a foot. And then you can hear Derek is, you know, walking around the house trying to get things set up. And you have this headset just right in front of you. Uh, he just kind of, like, looks at it. And if his mouth wasn't so dry, he'd spit. Just, like, seeing the Nostromus Corporation logo just kind of lit up. But he doesn't care anymore. He just wants... This is, like, his ticket to being, like, the next big video game star uh so many games have their number one player and it's hard for him to become number one because he has to take frequent breaks throughout the day but this is the one time where like his body is not going to get in the way of being important and loved and wanted so he just like takes a deep breath and slides it on over his head you press the power button and you you go to to lie down as you you're worried that you maybe you'll fall over or something once you sink up. And as we watch Derek lie down, the light lights up. We see uh, you know some images are flicking across the glasses. There's a figure standing in Derek's closet, They're looking out. Pale, pallid mask, white robes. These dead eyes just staring. Roger comes in, back face in the closet. Oh, looks like you're already in it. Uh, ah, he needs some fun. Oh, I'll leave him in there. And Roger turns off the light and leaves the light from the console, just barely illuminating some of the room, but catching the eyes of the figure as their hand slowly slides out of the closet. It moves the door. Ryan, tell us a little bit about your yourself, your character, uh, where you live. Um. Yeah, Ryan is a recent uh, like college graduate. She's about 23. You know, she uh, when she graduated, she moved in with her girlfriend for about two years or so. Babel. And she graduated with a film degree. She's, her, her thing is she wants to work in the film industry. She wants to make movies. Uh, and that hasn't happened so far. 
But Ryan herself, uh, she's pretty short. She's probably about like 5'2", five 5'3", five depending on the shoes she's wearing. And she has sort of a little shorter than shoulder length, like red hair. And, uh, you know, you can see on her left arm, left forearm, she has a half sleeve tattoo of sort of a, a twisting wildflowers, sort of a mix of sunflowers, snapdragons, wax flowers, and things like that. So a bit of lavender in there as well. And on her right shoulder, she has a tattoo of uh, a little uh, bottle that says, drink me. And, you know, currently she's probably enjoying a day off, but wishing uh, her partner was home. You know, sitting in the living room, which is relatively nice. Her partner has a decent job. Uh, and, you know, sitting on the, the couch and there are plants all over the place. Big windows that let the sun in. So she's sort of sitting, looking out the window, uh, scrolling stuff on her phone and just sort of petting the cat that's in her lap. Nice little fluffy cat uh, named Alistair. So the first text pops up on your phone. You see it's from Lynx. I'm really sorry, baby. I got held up at work. I know you are dying to play Carcosa. And Ryan kind of did expect it. Fable is very busy and the jobs usually take a lot longer than they ever expect. So, you know, she takes a second, breathes, drinks coffee, gives Alistair some scratches, uh, and then just just goes, aw, ooh. Uh, any clue how long you're going to be? Uh, they say the servers are filling up quickly. It might be another hour. Go ahead and start without me. I don't want you to miss out. Well, if I have your permission, a winked and tongue sticking out face uh, emoji, um, and I promise not to get too far ahead of you. Yeah, we'll see about that. I know how you can get sucked into games. I mean, I have a feeling that there'll be a lot of just waiting around. Uh, you know how all of these launches go, everyone trying to do the same quests at the same time. No worries, babe. I'll grab Thai food on the way home. I love you. That will pull me out of the game for sure. Winky emoji. I love you too, and heart emoji. You set the phone down and you look across the room and the box is sitting there. It arrived early in the morning. Someone dropped it off. It was pretty prompt. I mean, you know, you usually get those emails that say the package will be there between 8 and 10. That usually means the package will be there around 1. Yeah. So, yeah, shut up at 8.02. They're really serious about this launch. Ryan will get up off the the couch and bring the box over and sort of open it and sort of figure out where all the pieces go. Uh, because, you know, VR headset. Uh, and being like, can I be on the couch for this? So you, you look at the couch, you're looking like on the floor, like should you drag your bed into the living room or uh, as you're... Or it's just like, you know, just you know, if I, do, do I need to find more space for this? And you look, you're looking through the instructions and it talks about how it's a full sync of your brain. So what will happen is that you'll end up experiencing everything in-game. Pain, of course, will be severely dulled, but they do suggest that you be lying somewhere comfortable. Yeah, the couch is fine. So you're hooking up the wires, you, know, you get everything set up, you're excited, you get the couch as comfy as possible, you go to sit down, the cat jumps on where you're going to sit down, you have to move the cat, cat jumps back up, you eventually you put the cat somewhere else with food, the cat is distracted, you go lie down, and you put this headset on. And much with, like, Derek... 
you see standing directly over Ryan is this figure. Light isn't casting a shadow here. The figure is looking directly down. We can hear softly their breath through their mask as little lights are flickering across the screen in front of Ryan's face. Their eyes are darting around the room. The cat finishes eating, comes back in the room, stares at the person. The person stares at the cat. The cat fluffs up and hisses. travelers and welcome i do hope you're enjoying our brand new campaign we have been recording this since may and we've been just dying to release it so i am very happy that at last it is out there in the open and escaping carcosa can be unleashed upon the world so as you notice this is our Pathfinder game, although at the moment we're still in that real-world state. But don't worry, we'll be hopping into the Pathfinder rule set very, very soon. And our other game will also be a group of investigators playing Call of Cthulhu, if you are unaware. So be sure to check that out. We will be having them. It's going to be on the same feed. The episodes are going to be interspersed, like going along. Uh, you could technically just follow one of the stories, but it would make a lot more sense if you followed both. And it, you'd see a lot of cool, like, hints and easter eggs between the two of them and, like, you know, references, foreshadowing, all that kind of stuff. So I definitely recommend checking out both and a lot of fun. Michaela is an amazing GM and her players are absolutely hilarious. I think you'll really enjoy it. If you are listening to the audio version of this, go check out our Twitch and YouTube because we have video versions of these where we have actual artwork of all the characters and NPCs, or at least most of the NPCs that are chatting. I, Lucas, have been doing almost all of the artwork, seeing how much I can try to get out. Uh, the only artwork I haven't done is the artwork for ST3v3 as well as uh, each of the main cast, their, their characters. But yeah, so check that out. Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe and follow us. Uh, give us them likes, all that good stuff. It really helps us out when we have people like liking videos and you know subscribing, all that kind of stuff. I think when we hit 100 on YouTube, we finally get our own URL, which is cool. We're very close to it. I think we're at 90 right now. So yeah, smash that like button and subscribe, all that good stuff. You know what the people say on that. Also, hit up iTunes, hit up Spotify, Leave us those five-star reviews. Get us in more people's faces. We got this brand new campaign going. I'm excited. It's real rad as hell. Just spread the word. Word of mouth gets people checking these things out. We very much appreciate you coming by and checking out our new campaign. Uh, we will be doing mid-rolls instead of the wintro and weltro. We'll just be having this wid-roll? Wint-roll? Uh, but yeah, so we'll be doing the wing-over bit. And uh, having that just like uh, do like the 
the middle of Wingover introducing stuff, and we'll have like ad space there as well, hyping up other podcasters, cool TTRPG projects for all of you to check out. So get stoked. We'll have all sorts of fun things. For instance, it could be ads like these. It is absolutely necessary for the peace and safety of mankind that some of Earth's dark, dead corners and unplumbed depths be let alone, lest sleeping abnormalities wake to resurgent life, to newer and wider conquests. H.P. Lovecraft But what if the worst should happen, and these words go unheeded? The darkness deepens, but you'll find you're not alone with the Lovely Craftians, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast, available at lovelycraftianspodcast.com or your favorite podcasting app. We all roll for sanity together here. Uh, Also, if you want early access to episodes, go check out our Patreon. Our Patreon will have these episodes up. We're going to aim to have them a week in advance. So if you're itching, you want it real soon, you just can't wait any longer, go check out our Patreon. Plus, we have tons of other extra bonus content on there. Audio dramas, all sorts of good stuff that we made that is only on the Patreon. So go check that out. You can join for as little as a dollar a month. All right. I've taken up enough of your time. So let's get back to that episode. Vanessa. Vanessa is a sporty woman. She's 25 years old. Uh, so she's she's gone to school She's been working at her parents' company, Digital Media, or Digital Me, for short. And she really is not happy with her situation. Uh, She's not a straw dog, but she definitely misses her time at school, where she was able to be very physically active, uh, participate in sports, and really just escape the responsibilities and pressure that come with her family. They are very traditional, they are very wealthy, and they are very insistent on proper gender roles and proper types of work and activities for their children. She is currently doing administrative work, nothing terribly exciting, what you would imagine for some sort of nepotistic position in a company for a wealthy owner. So it's very dull, it's very boring, and it's riddled with mandatory one-on-ones with her father, and occasional visits from a sort of disinterested mother. So she's feeling very isolated and rebellious, which she doesn't really get to rebel in many ways, but finding activities and things to do that her parents would not approve of is one of the few ways that she can do so outside of supervision. Uh, Because as you might imagine, in this time period that we're dealing with and the way that society and the environment has gone, there are measures taken by the family to ensure the safety and sanctity of their property. So uh, at the moment, she would have been at the office waiting to leave, looking forward to seeing her pet bird at home, whose name is Marigold, and uh, she's going to try and uh, pick up the game on her way home and smuggle it away for for play. So in 2050, a lot of people agreed on a lot of things, finally. Human rights was a quick, easy one to bang out. Everyone deserves them. Wow, that was hard. 
Next one, the environment. This is where they struggled. A lot of them started to think, but I like money. And my money is the most important thing compared to the environment. Then there was an issue. Well, we have to cut back on fossil fuels. We have to move to smarter technology. They didn't. So we started having larger storms. We started having droughts. We started having food shortages. And as much as the world banded together and tried to help deal with these things, it just hasn't been great. So the focus has been towards space. You are leaving work right now, and a particularly difficult storm is hitting Seattle. You get caught as this deluge of rain pours down. It has just the slightest hint of an acrid scent to it as you realize that this is a somewhat of an acid rain. You're, you're rushing to your vehicle, you pop in, pull the vehicles, unless somebody really wants to, they're automated. You don't have to worry about it too much. You enter in where you're picking up the game, start moving. The radio chimes in as you would had it on before when you were coming to work. Well, looks like we have another case of acid rain. Don't worry though, folks, this rain will pass right over. <laughs> Just like it did every other day. Well, Seattle does not have a sunny day. Haven't had a sunny day in years, so that's fine. <laughs> Seattle love. It appears that the Nostradamus Corporation is at it again with another big hit. That's right, Carcosa Online is coming out today and they are telling everyone to hit the shops. Those servers are filling up fast. That's what they tell me. That's what I'm reading off this card. I don't even know what that means, but check it out. Nostradamus Corporation, Carcosa Online. Because Nostradamus Corporation cares. And as you roll your eyes at this horrible ad, your car stops and you see that there is this uh, this place and it's it's like a little shop that uh somebody has like a little convenience store and the person that you're buying this from you ended up you weren't able to go through a, a direct measure of purchasing the game because your parents would figure out they'd try to have some way of stopping you from playing it so you found one of those uh, terrible people who would buy numerous copies of something and then sell it for an upscale price but you're rich so whatever you quickly go into this store and you see, you know, it's, it's your basic convenience store. A lot of bags, cans, everything that's set up in there. The person looks up, you see they have uh, somewhat of messy hair. They don't really care too much to look too good while running the shop. They have a, a bit of a scruff and they put down a paper as they look over at you. And paper, it's strange. Not a lot of people actually read newspapers. It's kind of one of those say hipster thing because nobody says hipsters anymore uh it's one of those things like you know some people do it because it's cool and they look over at you very finely dressed and they understand who's here uh miss vanessa uh yes i'm here for a pickup you got it your parcel arrived this morning now i understand we talked about it being 500 but there's been a lot of demand for this. I'm gonna need six. When the parcel gets put on the countertop, her eyes just light up and she barely even hears his lead up into how much uh, the unit would cost and, and the increase in price. She has eyes only for the parcel and she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that's totally fine. She just takes money out of her purse, doesn't even look at how much it is, and puts it on the counter, grabs the parcel, and just starts leaving. Pleasure doing business. As you're you're quickly leaving, go, what? This is 590? And you close the door behind you. As you're, you're rushing off to your car, not caring about this person yelling in a convenience store. And you hop on in, input the coordinates for home, and off you go. Now, of course, your family lives luxuriously in Seattle. When you get there, there's a, like, there's a doorman. There's, like, this, you know, beautiful uh, complex that you're staying at. And, you know, there's even a person in the elevator. You don't need a person in the elevator. They got one. They hit the button for you as they, they just nod and the, the elevator goes up and you, your foot is tapping. You cannot wait to get inside. You know your parents aren't coming by to visit today. And so you're, you're rushing off. You make it inside your apartment. And what does it look like? In this set of rooms for her, it's, it's very tailored. There will be, for the most part, fairly sparse high-end furnishing so it's not too cluttered there isn't a whole lot of personality in the main areas of this set of rooms uh she doesn't really get to bring a lot of things into her space so it'll be hardwood floors and there'll be decorative furniture so things like in tables vases of flowers there'll be you know occasionally a, a nice rug and some sort of abstract or uh, nature-based wall art hanging on the walls. Something that wouldn't feel so out of place in a, like a professional office almost, just maybe a little bit nicer. Um, and it's only when you actually make it into her room that you start to see a little more personality. And in that, it's just going to be like, some garish colors for choice for like her bedspread uh would be like a bright yellow that would almost hurt your eyes to look at and she would have still maintaining the abstract art on the walls but it feels more violent like the types of paintings where you're like throwing the paint onto the canvas or otherwise using some sort of contraption to do it things that feel a little more chaotic but absolutely in her actual room where she spends the majority of her time, it's dominated by a large oak desk because the family is very much into working all the time or doing something towards that end. It's very cluttered. She's not actually using it for anything at the moment, but that's going to be where she wants to go to set up. So you're setting up the system. You have to move a few things off of this desk. As you described, it was fairly cluttered. You're setting the console down on the desk. You see the Nostradamus Corporation in like this steel gray, just a little bit of a metallic reflection. It's Carcosa Online written in these gorgeous yellow letters. And you are plugging this into the wall, getting the headset all set up. You're so excited. You get into your chair. Uh, you know, it's that, that perfect ergonomic situation. You hit a few things on the side, and it slowly starts to recline for you. And it doesn't tip over. What a marvel of technology. It's 2050, folks. You set on the headset. You feel the little cups suck onto the side of your head as you 
feel a slight tingle. We see there is one of the people who come by every so often to help clean up in your place. They're hired by your family. Behind them, directly behind them, you see the individual with the white mask, the white robes. The person goes to turn their head. The individual places their hands on the side of this person's head and slowly turns it back. It's like a fear in their eyes. Can't move their body. They're looking at you. Headsets on. They yell out your name. Again and again. You don't hear them as the chime of Carcosa Online rings through your headphones. Loon, we're off to the dorms. Tell us about your character. Well, Loon Cross, he's a 19-year-old law student. Well, he lives alone. Well, before he left alone, there was an incident where his parents accidentally said to him, well, it would have been obvious because he's Asian and both of his parents are Spanish, but I guess he's just believed it the whole way. In his daily life, he pretty much just walks around college trying to make friends. The only time he didn't make friends was when he was sent off. He was still in shock from knowing that he was adopted. And then one of the, not really appealing, but one of the more noticeable, noticeable features of him is that he kind of looks like a girl, even though if he's a straight male. And at the dorm rooms, he, he has a neighbor who he thought would have been his friend, but neighbor didn't even know that he's a guy. So he's just trying to hit on him, but he thought that the neighbor was just trying to befriend him. That's pretty much what happens in Loon's life. That's pretty much the daily life. So Loon, you're walking through the halls of the dorm. You got your, your bag over your shoulder. You just came back from classes. And you see uh, your dorm mate who lives beside you. Hey, Loon. How's it going? How's class? Hey, what's up? It's been a while. It has. How's your class? Uh, oh, things have been great, of course. Acing it, you know it is. Environmental laws, Pfft, easy. Everyone just ignores everything. So simple. Oh, wait, we had class today? Oh, well, shit. Where did you go? I guess I was just walking around random places, trying to, I don't know, check whatever landmarks there's gonna be, maybe? Hey, if you wanna see some of the, the sights around here, I could show you around. Can I get your number? Oh, number, sure. Right on. <laughs> so you see, uh, well, you you give your uh, doormate the your number, and they send you just like a winky face, and like that's me. Oh, a winky face. How do I reply to this? Loon just pretty much just sends a thumbs up icon, and he looks at you. He's like, nice. All right, nice. We'll set something up. I gotta run. I still have another class, but it's good seeing you, Loon. Wait, you have a class? Aren't we aren't we classmates? Well, I have uh, some supplementary ones that I'm doing. Trying to get in the good books. You should think about that too. I know it's a uh, first year for you, but you should think about some extra classes. If you want, I could uh, show you around. 
I think I should check my schedule first. I kinda don't know what classes I'm in. It's my first day, so... Oh, oh, you're starting late. Okay. Well, that's... I was gonna say, you missed a few days. Uh, no, that's fine. Yeah, but I gotta run, or else the, the professor's gonna yell at me, so... Oh, for sure, for sure. See you later. So as you're checking your phone, you see that you have five missed calls from your parents. You have a, a couple voicemails that are left. You see that there's a package in front of your door. Oh, sweet. Free food. <laughs> and he just proceeds to pick up the package. So your student mind, <laughs> your student mind does naturally <laughs> go to the prospects of free food, as every student would. You're crestfallen as you open up and you see that it is the uh, Carcosa Online uh, gaming set. Then you remember that you did actually buy that, and uh, you're glad that no one stole it from the hallway because it was fairly expensive. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, did he open it already? You like you open up like the like the packaging for it on like the outside, but like the box is still not open. Oh, well, let's see. Maybe they put some complimentary items underneath. Some chocolates, maybe. Uh, well, no, it's just a headset. Fuck. <laughs> so you. <laughs> You use your key, you're, you open up your dorm room as you're, you're dragging this box back in. And what does your room look like? Oh, it's just pretty much one bed and one desk and white curtains. Because he's not that into styling the room. He just pretty much started everything. You haul your bag in, you throw it on the bed. You're looking at this headset, uh, disappointed that nothing in here is edible. You think for a moment and... Shake your head. You know better. But uh, it, it comes with a clear set of instructions. You have a few plugins that you could set up. It, you see that it does recommend that you lie down or have somewhere comfortable that you could be sitting while using this. As you will be going into a somewhat unconscious state. Think of it like a light sleep. Oh, then Loon proceeds to just lie down in his bed. Gotta sleep the hunger away. And then he puts the headset on. This is taking me back. This is painful. <laughs> You, you're setting this up. You're you're thinking about how it's it's too far away to uh, the free supper that the university's offering, and you you're setting up the headset. You feel it. The little suction cups hook up to your temples as you're you're making yourself as comfy as you can on a dorm bed. The mattress kind of sucks, and you make sure that your door's locked. You you close it. You lie down, and as the little chime comes in, you hear the the sounds of the game starting up. You look at your door. There's a shadow on the other side. The handle's tried. The door's locked. We see fingers forcing their way through the door frame. It's too thin for fingers. We hear the snaps and cracks of bones as they slowly are reforming on the other side. Then the thumb bursts through and the wrist, and it just snaps and cracks, putting itself back together as it reaches slowly down, unlocks the door. Then we hear the door slowly creak open. So we hear this breathing through this mask, these eyes staring at you when you're lying down. They step into your room and they close the door. And we hear the click of the lock. Now for each of you, it is like a blinding tunnel of light. 
little specks are flying by, some of them blue, some of them pink, green, yellow. Everything is just flying by as you're going through this digital highway. You see, in the distance, there are tons of other people, but they just look like illuminated silhouettes. As you are looking around you, this little hill-shaped robot just sort of clunks its way out in front of you, and you recognize this. It is the Nostradamus Corporation's mascot, ST3V3. They have a large backpack on, it has all sorts of items sticking out of it. Uh, they got a few scuffs on them and says Nostradamus Corporation. They have this straw hat and they have this digital smiley face. So first up is Eric. Eric, you step in and you hear. Hey, new user. My name is ST3V3. I hope you're excited for Carcosa Online. I would be so much more excited if I didn't have to hear your voice, Steven. <laughs> That's too bad. And it's ST3V3. I run the show here. Thanks, Steven. What do I need to do? Well, look at this array of different species you can choose from. Which one would you like your character to be? Can we combine species? Why not? Derek selects uh, the human one and selects the fancy and just like brings them together. <laughs> oh, we're going for Catboy. Okay. You don't, you don't need to say it out loud. You don't have to talk about all my choices. I'm afraid I do. <laughs> Next up, let's choose your character's class. I think this one should be good for PvP. Picking the Magus. Alrighty, Magus it is. <laughs> wow, you're going to be a fun person to be around. I already feel your energy from here. Please stop feeling anything about me, Steven. My sensors won't let me. Alright, get ready for a Carcosa Online. I'm ejecting you now. Bye, Steven. And we move over to Ryan. Ryan, same situation happens. This little pill-bodied robot comes out. Hey, new user. Hello. Oh, this one's nice. Hi. <laughs> My name's SD3V3. Ryan, nice to meet you. All right, Ryan. I hope you're excited to choose and create your character. Look at this array of species. Which one would you like to be? I think I read somewhere in the in one of the interviews that you can combine them, right? Yeah! Grabs a dwarf and an elf. Alrighty! This should be a blast! <laughs> I kind of feel like a mad scientist combining things. Let's move on to your character class. Well, yeah, I was looking at that one um, in the lead up to and I just, I have to, and she says that she picks the uh, investigator. Someone's looking for clues! This is exciting! I bet you're gonna match the energy of the first user that I was talking to. Hopefully. Alright, you know what? I'm gonna throw you where they are! I'm ejecting you now! Bye! And we, we move over to Vanessa. Hey, new user! Welcome! Wow, someone's got a fast internet speed! Uh, yeah, this is, this is pretty normal, isn't it? No, definitely not. You're in the top 1%. Hi. Oh, he hello, tiny, uh, robot thing. My name's SC3B3. Nice to 
Meet, meet you? Are you alive or? I'm the same as everyone. I feel pain. I have dreams. I try to invest in capitalism. Oh. Uh, good for you. Um, good for you. What, what are all of these? These are different species you can pick from. Look at them. Which one would you like for your character? Ooh, I think uh, I'm going to choose this one, the Telerian. Perfect. Someone wants to be a burden sore. How about character class? She's going to look up and down the rows, and when she sees the one she wants, she's going to go, Aha! I want this one. This one is the best one, and she grabs onto, as much as she can grab onto, uh, the monk tile. Someone always dreamed of punching someone in the face. I completely understand. On the daily. Tiny robot, on the daily. Alright, I'm detecting good vibes from you at 98.3%. This is matching up to the other two players I just talked to, who had great spirits. I'm ejecting you now. Bye. And we go over to Loon. By the way, is there a butt short? Oh yeah, definitely. Probably like around uh, three feet tall. Oh. Hey, 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 new player. Oh, finally. Oh, oh, wait, you're not human. I thought they finally found someone as short as me. But what? Oh. What? Don't worry. You won't have to deal with a silly organic human. Oh, I forgot I'm in a game. Well, sure. Let's start the character, whatever. That's dangerous! Please remember where you are at all times. <laughs> for your safety and for others. Now look at all these different species. Which one would you like to choose? Well, hmm. Oh, I know this part of the game. You're supposed to light up the dark room, right? I'll pick Luminous. I think that's a torch. Alrighty! Someone's a bright bulb! class where's my torch you are the torch huh oh and then proceeds to the next so which class would you like to choose hmm well a class summoner can you summon food <laughs> i don't see why not but you'll probably just end up summoning a friend because i don't really know how this works sounds like you're lonely though well actually i do need friends Okay, I'll go with Summoner then. Alright! This is a person who can't deny a hangout sesh! I'm worried about you, so I'm gonna eject you where I ejected the last three people! Oh, tree. Sure. Remember the buddy system! Bye! Oh, where's my floor gone? Oh. So, all of you are ejected. Suddenly, you're in the sky. And you're falling. Your arms are flailing. You feel the wind whipping past your face, this cool breeze. You look down below you, a sprawling city moving out in three different tendrils. You are just horrified at the prospects. I'm going to hit the ground. Your brain is screaming. It's like, what are you doing? Why did you do this bad idea? But then as you slowly come near the ground, you start to slow. Your descent comes down to a crawl. Your feet lightly touch the ground. You look around you, and there are so many players. There are people who are gigantic rock trolls, these 
massive creatures that are walking on their knuckles. Their skin is made of stone. You see that there are a couple goblins that are rushing past you. Some have purple skin, some are more of a lime green. There are these halflings with multicolored hair that are laughing and giggling, rushing past. You see there's a couple elves that are just leaning against a wall. They have uh, weird fin-like ears, large black eyes. They're discussing something with this, this pale blue skin. All sorts of people are around you. The place is absolutely filled. You hit a button that opens up your UI and then says, just like, welcome to Carcosa Online. You see an area for your items. You see an area with all your stats, all sorts of things. There's a little map there in the corner and you see that it has a little marker that says, number of players online, 12,000, server full. And you're all looking out at this wondrous world, excited, what? Will it bring you today? Escaping Carcosa is brought to you by the Ballad of the Seven Dice Network. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Ballad of the Seven Dice. Supporting our Patreon helps us pay for the show such as hosting, equipment, and additional content for you to enjoy. Our Patreon is pay what you want and contains behind-the-scenes footage, audio dramas, one-shots, and more. You can also head over to iTunes and Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Every review helps us fight against the horrors of the algorithm. Until next time, dear travelers, keep an eye out for that yellow sign.